Was that what do you? I'm just I'm breathing, Kevin. Am I allowed to breathe on the fucking microphone? Not into the mic now. Now it's bad. Bad for audio. Bad. Bad for audio. It's the microphone's fault. We need a new microphone. No, it's not. <laughs> you breathing and doing things into the microphone is is not the microphone's fault. Microphones are gonna pick up anything that like you do directly into them. Way to go, microphones. Yeah, that's how they work. How do they work, Kevin? You don't know how microphones work. Stop pretending like you know how <laughs> microphones work. Yeah, I do. Three, two, one. Kevin, what's up, dude? I can't believe you're challenging your producer on how microphones <laughs> work. I know your ass doesn't know how microphones work. Dude, rebel, rebel without a cause. <laughs> Kevin, are you wearing a shirt? What does your shirt say? Some of my best friends are cows? Yeah, drink milk. <laughs> It's a great shirt. Where do you find these fucking shirts? They're really great. Uh, this one was from a vintage friend. Mm. Um, I don't, he changes his name all the time. So, so it, mysterious. It's Instagram, yeah. Instagram dude. Yeah, he changes it, his name all the time? Yeah. Kevin. Yeah. 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 Be more mysterious, Kevin. That's I found it from some guy. He changes his name all the time. That's. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> We're, uh, we're, a, he's, we're Instagram friends, I guess. Okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's, it's I don't know shirt. what his, it used to be Snakebite Vintage, and now he's something else. All right. Well, he's a Bills fan. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, he's on the run. Yeah. Uh, did you also get a new tattoo? I did get a new tattoo. Let me see. Let's put that up to the camera real quick. Peacock? Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. It's funny. I thought it looked a little shinier than your other tattoo, which makes sense. Yeah. When did you get that? <laughs> like two weeks ago. It took me two weeks to notice. Well, it's been cold in here. Okay. Oh, you've been wearing long sleeves. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. How was uh, Bike Kill? Bike Kill was pretty great. I uh, rode a very tall bike. I saw you riding. on top a, of the world. Yeah, a yeah. bike that had like two or three stories to it. Yeah, I was king of the world. How did you How did you get that? Me and my friend help, helped each other up on the bike. Okay, but did someone with a bike say like, does anyone want to ride this? No, like, you just like ride them around and then like you get off and you just hand it to somebody. Oh, really? Yeah. It's a team sort of like democratized yeah, bike Yeah, it's just ride. like, do you want to ride this bike? Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I, like I rode that. a couple other bikes. I ro- rode a chain bike. Which a I chain also bike? Yeah. What's a chain bike? Just a bike made of chains. <laughs> oh, like, that makes sense. Like uh, wheels were chains. Wow. Bars were chains. The whole thing was chains. So people bring these bikes yeah. to Red Hook and then they just leave them there for people nah, to they just bring to ride back. them around? There are a lot of like re- repeat customers. Like they got, I recognized a bunch of bikes from last year. Yeah. How do you get up on one of those tall ass bikes? Um, You get it moving and then usually they have like a step. They have like a step to put your, wow. your left leg up and then you, or your right leg and then you swing your left leg all the way up and then you're on it and then once you're up there how do you get down um you just kind of like lean and bail <laughs> lean and fall yeah that makes pr- sense. pretty much yeah or like i don't know we young the, man's game the the tall bike we were on was a little uh i'll, I'll say it wasn't the best mm, tall bike mm, mm. wasn't in the best shape yeah. so me and my friend were helping each other we nice we're pushing the bike holding it steady beautiful and, uh, you know we walked it we were we were we were you know, side by side as we, as we went Beautiful. down and did the loop. Oh, uh, you didn't seem dressed up. No, I didn't dress you up. Didn't dress I should have. You're know. dressing up tonight. Tonight is Halloween. No, I'm, I don't, I don't yesterday, you'll hear the story. I don't believe I'm doing anything. Wow. Tonight. Wow. Wow. 
Kevin growing up. Like I said, yeah. you know, it's part of it. I did dress up on Saturday night. I was I was Peter Griffin, but I, I'm just, I just got too much swag to be Peter Griffin. Well, people didn't recognize you as Peter Griffin because I mean, you had like too a, much swag. I just wore green pants and a white shirt. I'm gonna need to shave. I shaved my face. Oh, yeah. Let's see that. Um, can we can we get a visual for the YouTubes out here? I don't know if I have any. I don't know. You if don't I, have any I don't photos? Think I took a photo. No. You can take one single photo. No one took a photo. No, of I you? just kind of looked like a. I think I just looked like a finance bro. <laughs> I looked like I was you getting had the vest? money. Yeah. No, I just like I just gelled my hair to the side and was wearing a <laughs> fucking button down. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I'm I'm looking at Peter Griffin. I'm looking at you. <laughs> I'm thinking this could be tough. Yeah, I don't. I don't. He doesn't. Have, there's not like any super defining features of Peter no, besides being no. like kind of overweight. Yeah, which uh, you know, Kevin, and no tattoos. I am. So. I am. Yeah, I'm. I'm thick. And <laughs> no, you're. 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 You're slim these days. Slim Kevin. Yeah, I that's what we be, call you around be, here. Be slimmer. <laughs> um, do you see Flavor Flav sing the national anthem oh, at the dude, Bucks game? I think it's probably the best national anthem rendition I've ever heard in my entire life. Yeah, it's funny. I didn't watch it. I just assumed he was terrible, and I'm I'm really sorry. I, yeah. um, I'm here to apologize and put some respect on uh, Flavor Flav's name. Yeah, he should have. He brought some flavor. He did. He kind of killed it. He he absolutely killed it. Yeah, I would like to see him get some more national anthem gigs. Yeah, maybe Super Bowl. Super Bowl, yeah, yeah, for sure, or the NBA Finals or All Star Game. Yeah, I mean, I think he's. It's quite a story because what he lacked in singing talent, he made up for in effort. charisma and charisma. Yeah, yeah, which goes to show you that it's not all about talent. Yeah, remember he was a uh, VH1 reality star, Ve- like kind of. I, yeah. I only, I, I was, didn't really. You were too young. Absorb much. <laughs> of th- I remember seeing him and watching that show, but yeah, Flavor of Love. Yep. Yeah, no. Before Travis Kelsey had his catching Kelsey, there was Flavor of Love, which, yeah, they should do more celebrity dating shows. I feel like those have fallen by the wayside a little bit. I think they should, they should, like, I would definitely like to see more of them. Who wouldn't want to do that? I feel like if you're like a D-list celebrity and you're like trying to, you know, get some fame and you're an eligible bachelor or bachelorette, I feel like people would want to watch it. Yeah. You know? I don't know. I think they would rather see them like d- go through like military training. <laughs> I think that's like one of the shows now is oh, yeah. they take D list celebrities and like. <laughs> How's the cousin show? Like, uh, what's the show oh, called? Claim to Fame. Claim to Fame. Is Claim to Fame's still? good. Yeah. Um, I, I can't believe you watch that. That's a, that's a show I would Nick watch. Cannon's brother won, I, I believe. <laughs> I, if I, my memory serves me correctly. And this was just like celebrities, brothers, cousins, friends. And you're it's like, like celebrity's brother. I, think yeah. his, I believe it was his brother. It's wow. been a, it's been Nick a Cannon's bit. brother. Yeah. Should have been one of Nick Cannon's kids. It could have been one of a hundred of them. There's yeah, so I think many. He, I think they might be too young. Probably right. Um, speaking of celebrities, Kevin, do you are you upset that Charlie D'Amelio was working at Walmart? No, I'm done. I'm done with being outraged. <laughs> I'm 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 sick of it. I'm outraged with outrage culture. Yeah, yeah. Um, like I get it. You know, she's doing a promo for Be Happy Snacks, um, which I guess is what probably the her fuck brand. Is a Be Happy Snack. It's probably just like a popcorn that is like every other popcorn on the shelf but like has her name tied to it mm, so this is all just for a launch of her brand yeah oh this is good for her business yeah oh god okay yeah i mean people get so upset like what she was you know uh you know cosplaying as poor right that's what they're saying like people are upset that she um is so rich that she can't to like make fun she wasn't making fun of it she can't 
uh, pretend to take the job or do a job yeah. of a Walmart checkout. I uh, mean, cashier. People, people literally do this all the time, and nobody blinks an eye. Like you know, yeah. uh, people go work at Canes for a day after they win a championship. Totally. Like, like, yeah. Yeah. A lot of yeah, like yeah. There's yeah. a lot of activations where people go and like pretend yeah. to work. Like yeah, it's post Malone at raising Canes or yeah. something like Canes, that. Canes is the biggest offender, really, <laughs> uh, for yeah. for working class stolen valor. <laughs> but I don't know. I'm I'm just like. Find something else to be mad at. Like, yeah. I don't even like the Demilias. I think they suck. But I'm not gonna waste. <laughs> that, I'm not gonna waste my precious energy being mad that she's in a Walmart co- like yeah, cosplaying yeah. as mm-hmm. you know a checkout working checkout. Like it's stupid. Yeah, I agree with you. Waste of energy. I think people time. love to hate them just because they're yeah. very hateable and because, rich. Yeah, because they're rich. And I mean, fuck. I I wish I was that rich. Fuck. But yeah. I mean, I feel like. They can't do anything right. Like, I feel like when you're in that position where you're super hated by the internet, it's like if they did a partnership with a high end retailer, they'd be like, oh, it's a non, you know, approachable or too expensive for their yeah. young, impl- you know, their young fans. And then they do a Walmart deal and it's like, how are you trying to cosplay as, uh, you know, sort of uh, poor people? It's like, come on. Yeah. They, 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 they can't win. Yeah. I mean, they suck and I don't like them, but. Yeah, I mean, I don't, really, I don't even have an opinion on just them. Eat the, just eat like, the popcorn. Yeah. Be happy kids. What's yeah. it called? Be happy snacks. Be happy snacks. Be happy and eat the popcorn. There it is. Eat the popcorn, now available in stores. Good promo. You know, <laughs> it's good for them. Uh, the packaging looks terrible, so call us D'Amelio's. Um Yeah, I'm sure they're such a pleasure hmm. to work with. Yeah. Uh, Kevin, uh, this weekend I watched uh, a, a vaping documentary. <laughs> <laughs> yes uh netflix it's uh i believe it's called big vape i want to say big vape yeah. it's uh it's about jewel and uh turns out jewel's bad <laughs> oh no way <laughs> yeah man i went in thinking they were sort of a an upright sort of very uh promising company but turns out uh bad for kids damn that's crazy yeah i thought it was good for kids yeah originally it was intended to help people quit smoking cigarettes because mm-hmm. cigarettes are bad um allegedly traditional cigarettes uh they call them combustible combust combustible cigarettes because they because they light them on fire yeah sure um but they did the problem was kevin they did too awesome of a job at marketing so when they creative too good the creative was too awesome they actually had the creative director there yeah uh which was pretty funny and he was just kind of like yeah we had three weeks to do this (laughs) wow we didn't have a lot of time to think about it damn i guess people should give us more time (laughs) but um, that's what happens when you keep doing sprints yeah that's true make mistakes yeah no and you accidentally get an entire generation hooked on vapes that's really what happened ultimately at the end of the day like they really blame this campaign it was called get vaporized hashtag get vaporized that's lit and it had like a bunch of like black and white lifestyle photography of kids mm-hmm. or young people using vape and uh using a jewel and then basically they had it to like up tempo music and colors and it looked like an apple campaign for an ipod but just was for vaping yeah and they had a bunch of influencers and i mean jewel is the i the apple <laughs> of vaping and that was intentional that's yeah. what they wanted it they were from silicon valley they went to stanford like that was the point and their marketing just was uh, too fucking good. Yeah, it just got out of hand. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what happened. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't understand why all these kids want to vape yeah. in high school. Who yeah. could say? But um, 
Yeah, I remember when I was uh, living in Williamsburg, like there was a bar uh, they used to go to all the time, had this beautiful big backyard. I forget the name of it, but Jewel used to have like a little station there, like a little yeah. pop up with a tent, and they were giving out jewels all the time there. So, yeah, they were. Did they you were, hit one? Of course. Yeah, they were trying to get kids or like the cool Brooklyn <laughs> crowd. Yeah. And then what does like, a young high schooler kid want to do it's like he wants to be like a 25 year old yeah and uh they get buzzed with no uh yeah with no smell yeah and uh, they had you know creme brulee and mango flavors so yeah Yummy. turns out uh you know kids shouldn't be mm, in jewel so nicotine. good <laughs> um and uh yeah eventually the spoiler they sold to the parent company of philip morris so wow. uh yeah all comes full circle <laughs> yeah. for them they get rich and uh yeah it's uh pretty evil yeah you know yeah fuck around and find out i guess <laughs> yeah. um yeah that's this documentary check it out it's pretty good did you gain any empathy <clears throat> for the people behind jewel though the original founders no i don't know if i have like empathy for them but i think they they just did a too good of a job yeah, of they're just misunderstood they built a great brand which arguably that was i actually felt like the creative directors did a pretty good job of what they were intending to do it's like hard to blame the creative directors when the founders obviously like approved that obviously there was at least some sense of this is what we want to do mm -hmm. so it felt like they were very quick to blame like the creatives because the marketing ultimately was what led they claim to kids well, wanting you, to use you it. know what they say shit runs downhill yeah, so great story. I love a documentary about a sort of failed company that, like, you know, sort doesn't of, sound like they failed. Sounds like mm, they uh, all made out like freaking. Some of them did, but um, you know who gets hurt is the people that like us, uh, the, the kids, ki yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the creative directors, <laughs> the kids, the creative um, directors are the ones who really got hurt here. Yeah, yeah, poor creative directors. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, yeah, did, fuck those kids. Poor, pre poor creative directors. Do you follow Kareem? Did you see his post about? Um, it was like one of those fake. He did the, one of those TikTok that's like, "What do you do for a living?" Mm -hmm. And he's like, uh, "How much money do you make?" And he did like a parody one with the guy, and he's like, four hundred fifty thousand dollars. I'm a creative director." And he's like, "Freelance." He's like, "What do you do?" He's like, "I come up with ideas." He's like, "What if Subway did a collab with uh, Ralph Lauren?" He's like, and they just like he's just like humping the air, being like, "I like it, I like it." <laughs> yeah, he's funny. Yeah, super funny. I gotta check that one. Out. <clears throat> yeah, check it out. Yeah, collabs, man. That's that's yeah. What, that's Who's thinking about the poor creative directors? Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, pour one out for them. You know, yeah. I, uh, we gotta. I have to actually uh, defend creative directors. Yeah, it's not not our fault, especially when we do our jobs too well. Uh, speaking of jobs doing, going too well, Skims for men. Skims is the big story of the week. There's a bunch of stuff happening with Skims, and it started about a week ago. Skims introduced men's. So Skims mm -hmm. has been blowing up over the last couple of years. Kim Kardashian, her shapewear company, and it, it's only been for women uh, up until this point. But the brand is is absolutely everywhere. They're crushing it, billboards, you know, sort of millions and millions of dollars. I think they got a three billion dollar evaluation. If you remember, we talked about her going to Harvard Business School mm -hmm. and teaching the kids about business. A lot of people got upset, saying that she shouldn't. I absolutely defended her honor and said that she has every right to. And so uh, she's a genius, and so she's back with some more genius uh, stuff, which is. Uh, Three collections for uh, sport. They're sport inspired. So they did a partnership with three athletes, uh, Shea Gilgis Alexander from the NBA, Neymar Jr., the famous soccer player, and Nick Bosa from the NFL. Uh, the line launched last week and includes underwear, tees, and socks. 
And so we have a quote from Kim herself. She said, we've never had a bigger request than to launch men's. Uh, the idea that there is, uh, whether we would, we would hear from their girlfriends or their wives or loved ones talking about skims, and 20% of our traffic and 10% of our customers are already men's. This is from Jen's Greed, her uh, partner. That means we have 50 million men coming to our site over the last few months. Uh, for me personally, I wanted more stuff to wear. I was running a little bit dry with one with my one t-shirt. So uh, Kim Kardashian launching men's. Uh, they did it in a very Kardashian way, which was to find the absolute hottest uh, men athletes, uh, strip them down to their clothes, and post them uh, on a white background on Instagram. There we go. And uh, it looks great. Like, super well done. I think it got a ton of press. It got a ton of publicity. And then got a little bit of backlash. And I think that's Why? because Nick Bosa star NFL player beefcake <laughs> professional beefcake uh is a trump loving racist question mark and people started pulling up his old tweets ah. i'm not sure how she didn't know this or maybe she just overlooked it because he's uh, so damn sexy but uh again kim kardashian mogul genius what does she do uh she knows her insane exposure and her media she launches a bra with nipples on it, immediately diverting all attention away from Nick Bosa, the conversation, and immediately flooding the timeline with her campaign, which kind of seemed a little bit like a joke at first. I was like, is, yeah. this, is, this, is this real? Is this humorous? I thought it was a joke. Um, but it's not a joke. Yeah. It's actual product, and people were you know, praising her again. Genius. Yeah, More genius. genius. Yeah. Because... Nipples on bras had never been done before. And, uh, you know, there was a lot of people saying, this is something I really, really want. So, and the part, and the, and the commercial was kind of funny. The commercial was very funny. Yeah. Uh, she, they, they did a very good job with the commercial. It, it was written by comedian Michelle Wolf. Ah, nice. I read. So, uh, when SNL did, or when Kim did SNL, Michelle Wolf was a writer for her. So, mm -hmm. she, again, Kim's a genius. What can I say? She's a mogul. She's good at business. She's bet she's incredibly like using her exposure. And she's also really good at hiding stories or bad press. Oh, for sure. I feel like when bad press comes her way, like she's like, She's just so ready for it. She's got it on. She, she has like, you know, sort of a McKinsey level sort of like diversion. Yeah. And sort of like she knows. She, she knows. that shit off. Yeah. She's got she's got stuff in her pocket. She's like, oh, shit. Bad press. Boom. Nipple bra. <laughs> she's just got that stuff in her back pocket ready to go. Yeah. And to divert attention. And that's fucking genius. And then uh, just a couple days later, uh, they announced that uh, Skims was the official underwear partner of the NBA and WNBA. Wow! Right in time for the NBA season, which has started. I, think they, I believe it's the uh, first official underwear for both leagues. Boom! Genius. More genius. Boom! Yeah. Genius. Oh, something goes wrong. Boom! Gotcha. More. So, Kim, you're a genius. <laughs> go, Kim. Go. Skims. Calls. Wow. One of the, one of the unarguably one of the best brands on the planet right now. Sure. And I will. I'll you know defend them to the death. Yeah. I'm sure their production ethics are, you know, super great. Of course. I mean, it's Kim Kardashian. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's funny to see her with Adam Silver, though. I don't know. There's something about that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah. What, they, how did they get Adam Silver to just... It's like both the, the full gamut of attractive people. <laughs> yeah, Kim, who's probably yeah, you know, towards yeah. the top most attractive person most attractive on planet earth all time. Yes, and then yeah, you got yeah. adam silver skeleton yeah down down yeah. towards the bottom <laughs> perfect for halloween yeah he was dressed up as a skeleton oh. yeah <laughs> poor 
poor Adam. He does. Sandler. He does a good job. <clears throat> no, he does a great job. <laughs> I was a little intrigued why the in playoff NBA thing is starting next week. Did you see that? Yeah, you told me about it. What the fuck? I I th- I I was defending the in. In NBA season tournament, yeah, from you, the just, NBA. you just I, want something that the Knicks can win. I love it. I think it's great. The Knicks. I was just saying that the regular season is sad for the Knicks because I know they're going to finish, you know, at best in the playoff first round knockout, or you know, if they have an unbelievable season second round. So what? Maybe we can win the in tournament. Yeah, NBA hang the season. banner. Hang the banner. But I, here's the thing. Side, side talk. That side talk after the Knicks won the in season tournament would it's go your crazy. Favorite, your favorite. Uh, your favorite video It'd of go all time when they won nuts. one playoff game. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think it's great, but why so soon? Like, the season kicked off a week ago. Why are we doing this in-season tournament this week? Like, save it for fucking December or some shit. Yeah, I don't know. Do it on Christmas. Like, yeah, sure. Fucking, you know, why? why too soon? Like, well, I'm, supposed I, to, like I'm thinking in the middle of the season when we're bored. Like, the All-Star game is terrible. Yeah. This should be in place of, or it should be at some later point. This is too soon. Yeah. I mean, I just could not <clears throat> care less about the in-season tournament. I think it's smart. Like, I think it's this NBA season is way too long. Yeah, just short, short just it. shorten it. But they don't want to do that because then obviously money. Yeah. Skims commercials. They can run during those ha- those games. So it's like they they're not going to do that. So come up with crazy ideas. I like when uh, sports get creative. I mean, base- baseball was great. Yeah. The, the clock is great. Yeah. But they didn't do an in-season tournament. No, but I'm saying like I like when rule change. I like rule changes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess rules are meant to be broken, right? Sure. That's right. That's right. Fuck that in-season tournament. It's so stupid. All right. Um, one one tournament. One tournament for all the marbles. Okay. Moving on, Kevin. There's Dan- no marbles. Your boy. You your boy. All for all the marbles? Yeah. You can't gain any marbles in an in-season tournament. Did you play with marbles as a kid? Yeah. Did you play with Hot Wheels as a kid? Yeah. Boom. Transition. Wow. Right there. You didn't even see it coming. Wow. Daniel Arsham. Um, this story comes to the dial dialine.com, the number one place for packaging news, sustainability resources. The Dialine Packaging Award Show is open 2024. Submit your entries today to save money because, listen, creatives are lazy. We can just say it. We're not like lazy, lazy, but we're procrastinators. Mm-hmm. We will wait to the last minute for any sort of deadline. Yes. And these award shows, not just the deadline, all of them know that. So they have the entry level of price, and then the prices go up as you get closer to the award show. So guess what? You know you want to submit something. Submit it now. Yeah. Why wait? Save the money, then go out and buy some hot dogs. You sure. That's what you should do. Or um, buy yourself some uh, Daniel Arsham Hot Wheels. Buy yourself some Daniel Arsham Hot Wheels, which is our next story. Uh, Daniel Arsham is the artist. We've talked about him a ton on this show. Creative director of the Cleveland Cavaliers. That's true. The land. We didn't talk about how awful all of those jerseys were. The NBA All-City jerseys. Yeah, pretty bad. Terrible design. It's funny. We talk about sports, but then like, when there's actually a design sports story, we don't talk about I know. it. Didn't make it. Didn't make it. Didn't make it. Too many hot topics yeah. here. Hot wheels, hot topics. Wow. Um, is that yeah, a roll? Yeah. Uh, Daniel Arsham collab with uh, Hot Wheels, which is Mattel. I feel like Mattel is still riding the post Barbie wave here. Uh, they they And as they should, they obviously own the summer. Barbie, Taylor Owned Swift, Halloween. Beyonce. Oh, it, it definitely owned uh, Halloween. Uh, there were as many Travis Kelsey. Top three costumes I saw. Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift, uh, Justin Bieber, and oh, Hailey yeah, Bieber. Yeah. Everyone seemed to do yeah. that costume, which I don't know how that happened. And then, and then the third one is Barbie. Yeah, for sure. 
Um, so basically they teamed up with uh, Daniel Arsham. And what does Daniel Arsham do? He makes them white and then he cracks them. That's what his thing. Also, the track was Tiffany Blue. Does that mean Tiffany was involved here? I don't know. I first came across this um, in their Out of Home campaign, and I saw the Tiffany Blue, and I was like, what? Like mm-hmm. Hot Wheels x Tiffany x Daniel, Daniel Arsham? Yeah. Uh, I don't believe so. I think it's just the track color. Interesting. Interesting choice. I uh, Daniel Arsham is known for his cars. I don't know if you know that about him. I do follow him on Instagram. Uh, kind of a hate follow for me. Uh, and mostly because I'm jealous of his Long Island home. If you have not seen, stop the podcast right now. Or just, uh, if you're listening on your phone, do a little Google search. Yeah. Daniel Arsham, Long Island home. It is absolutely stunning. Gorgeous home. Beautiful interior. Incredible uh, place to live and i'm incredibly jealous is everything cracked no nothing is cracked wow it's all like mid-century cool wood just really well designed and nice yeah it's, it's love some cool wood yeah it's really well done it's an old house that he obviously remade or sort of uh, spruced up and it's perfect so <laughs> if uh it's fucking incredible and that's why i uh i hate daniel Arsham. <laughs> but give respect on his name uh he did his eroded ceramic style hot wheels and they look pretty cool. Uh, I also really like the the Hot Wheels Arsham logo. Yeah. That was something that when I was looking through this, like the Hot Wheels logo, if you ever look at it for sick. a while, it's so sick. It's goated. like, yeah, it's a goaded logo. And it kind of looks like all these new, modern, funky, sort mm-hmm. of retro-y, gloopy yeah. logos. If you look at it closely, it's one of those things that you don't look at because it's so iconic. You don't even ever look at it. But take a look at it. It's pretty sick. Yeah, and then the, they did an Arsham kind of logo. And I'll give I'll give him some credit. He does have a good um, ability to do collabs. Like he's got his style, obviously, yeah. that he can kind of do with most brands. And then I do think they do a good job with packaging mm-hmm. and branding. It's a little. It's you know he's obviously close with Ronnie and Kith, and Kith does this well too, which is like the collab, co-branded design, sort of br- putting brands together mm-hmm. in an interesting way. And so yeah, check check it out. The Hot Wheels Arsham logos is quite nice. Yeah, I I agree. Well executed. I never played with Hot Wheels as a kid. I wasn't really a Hot Wheels kid. Hmm. I don't know. Interesting. Just not really my thing. I don't know. I think it was a little bit younger. Like I don't know. I think it was popular in like the seventies, but eighties. Yeah. I don't know. I wasn't. I wasn't into it. I was more of a teenage Ninja Turtle kid. You know. Yeah. That was kind of my thing. I, I definitely set up a bunch of tracks in my house. Really? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know it, why. It, it just wasn't for directly me. from uh, you know Thomas the Tank Engine that. Mm-hmm. Tr- Setting up those tracks. Oh, yeah. The Hot Wheels. Yeah, if you're a train, natural progression. train yeah. kids. Yeah. Yeah, I have a nephew. He's a diehard train kid. Yeah, I mean, he just trains rule. Trains. <laughs> he just, every time I ever see him, he's just like, train, train, train. He's got train tracks. And yeah, you're yeah. right. Thomas, Hot Wheels. Thomas goes hard. Thomas is a legend. Yeah. Yeah, he'll, you should uh, you should get him some Hot Wheels because he'll probably be into them yeah. shortly. No, you're probably right. Uh, this would be a great gift for the holiday season coming up soon. Now, get him some regular ones. <laughs> yeah, I don't need Daniel yeah, Arsham. You don't need, <laughs> you don't need Daniel. And the uh, the cracks in the, in the, the actual cars, cars yeah. d- don't serve well for the aerodynamics. Yeah. And I don't think the cars will go yeah. as far, which... It's problematic if you know anything about setting up Hot Wheels tracks. Mm. You want them to, you want those yeah. things to, you know, go fly, far. Fly, yeah, you yeah. want them to, you want them to make the entire track. Yeah, no, I'm. Um, it's a good gift though. You're right. Hot Wheels get uh, holidays are coming up, so uh, you know, start making lists in your phone about what to buy people. That's what I do. 
Um, you know what you should buy people, Kevin? What? A Patreon subscription to their favorite podcast. Wow. I know, I know, I know. Next story uh, is actually been... Uh, a couple weeks old. We've we've been potting yeah, with gas, and we've been kind of doing a bunch of different things. The, kicking this can down we the road. We kind of kicked it down the road, and essentially what it is is probably something you're all very familiar with at this point, which is a rebrand for Patreon. Patreon, I'm not entirely sure what it is, except for it's a way to subscribe to your favorite creators. So it's like OnlyFans, but without the sex. It's like for creators that put out podcasts or mm. basically content is that like i only know it through podcasts yeah like do they are other people putting out po- patreon stuff other than podcasts a lot of people do like video content on there like mm-hmm. it's kind of like i mean it is just a content platform Subscri- okay. content subscription platform got it so if like say our show front center we wanted to take our uh youtube content yeah and put it behind a paywall and be like hey for all the podcast listeners, we're going to keep the show free, but the video show is going to be on Patreon. Yeah. You could subscribe to that for, say, four ninety nine a month. Would you be interested in doing that? Question, 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 question. Um, that's that's something we people are doing, is what you're saying. Yes, people cool. are doing that. Um, I have one subscription, uh, which is the Throwing Fit. Shout out to them. And I pay $5 a month to listen to extra interviews and i yeah but now you're going to be living on that website now that this rebrands oh up and running right yeah i I mean the funny part was you taught me how to put patreon episodes onto your podcast (laughs) scroll which i hadn't known how to do before which was basically so i was using the patreon (laughs) app to listen to the episodes which was really dumb but so i used to go on the patreon app all the time now i do not do that because i just get the podcast episodes Mm -hmm. flow to my page long story short the old p is now a new p it was wow. a line and a circle, and now it's a gloopy puddle. Yeah, and uh, people—it's—it's—it's um, it's, it's a dynamic object. Wait, quote. Let me it's, guess. Yes, people but, got people are saying stuff about it. Uh, wait for that, Kevin. First, we need to understand what the P represents. First and foremost, it's a motion-first brand for digital-first world. Wow. And most importantly, it's a brand built to adapt so that mm-hmm. any creator can make it their own. It does not exactly have a canonical form, but. There isn't one, and there isn't really one Patreon logo. It's more of a dynamic object in constant motion that represents the energy of creativity. Now, here's where I would disagree. Mm. I, I do think that there is one Patreon logo, and that would probably be the one that's on the uh, icon mm. on your home screen. Yeah, <laughs> you bring up a decent point, but it they see it as an ever-evolving nature of culture and art. I'm sure they do, yeah. And uh, it's defined by its motion language, abstracted 3DP shape, and its fluid, irregular textures and colors, and its ability to morph based on adaptive cues from its environment. Wow. Do you ever watch The Secret World of Alex Mack? See, this is where we show our age. Alex Mack was a television show on Nickelodeon in my, in my youth where she would turn into a puddle. Is this the same girl that, from the Nexium documentary? <laughs> no, that's a different that's a different girl. Her name was something Mack, though. You are you are pretty close. Okay. This was a, she Alex Mack was a fictional character. Okay, I think yeah. Mm-hmm. I've never seen it. Yeah. Uh, all the old heads will know what I'm talking about. This was like a, a major show of my childhood. Yeah. And she, Alex Mack was like, she was like a regular girl living amongst us, but she could turn into a puddle. That was her only wow. superhero power, which, to be honest, was a lot more helpful than you would think it would be. Huh. Yeah. I couldn't imagine any situations where that would be helpful. <laughs> but 
if you say, if I'll take your word for it. Yeah, well, check it out. Honestly, I, I bet it doesn't hold up, but it's uh, you know it was a show. And, sure. Um, it was a show that I loved, and it kind of this this kind of reminds me of that. It looks like a little puddle. Um, yeah, the flexible nature of the platform. Yeah, I do like it. I love. I'm a, I'm a sucker for a flexible logo. Yeah, and uh, I, I think it's smart. Uh, I think I like when brands show all the different ways in which it can be turned into other things. But then, to your point, stick with the sort of flat one. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of it, nice. How <clears throat> how wild are they going to let it rip? You know, across the entire platform. Mm-hmm. Uh, who knows? I guess we'll see. But we'll find. I mean, I think it, I I will say I think it is good work. Yep. I'm a fan of it. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to Wolf yeah. Olins yeah, on great, the design. Great work. Shout out to our friend uh, Thomas Wilder. Yeah, principal. Creative uh, over there, uh, killing shit. Wolf Olins rebranded recently. Yeah. I think he was it's behind great. that. Really good. And uh, Dynamo, my personal favorite typeface. Yeah, you, uh, you love foundry. that. You love that. Type Foundry. Yeah, the best. Dynamo, and they did the type here. So honestly, I love it all. I really do. I really like it all. Uh, I think some of the P sort of like animations and sort of stills could be more creatively interesting. I guess that's my only critique, but I love the word mark. I love the system. I love the, I love it all. I think it all looks really great. And then my actual favorite thing that, that I, about the brand is that people online mm-hmm. started to say, Oh, looks like a cashew. Looks like an AirPod. Oh, it looks like an AirPod. And then on Twitter, Patreon very smartly said, th- posted twice things people have said our new logo looks like and it had a jelly belly or a piece of steak and a puddle and uh the chicago bean and so they got ahead of it, it does look like the bean made fun of it or sort of made fun of themselves and turned it into content great. and Good for, uh, them. for them uh that's that's a great move content runs the world that's right remember airbnb came out everyone said it looked like a pair of nuts you know they uh they should have done this you know just <laughs> yeah. made fun of it themselves yeah but um, yeah, it, it's a nice job, and uh, shout out to Wolf Owens on the rebrand. Uh, we don't do as many rebrands as we used to on the show. We used to do a lot of like this company rebranded, and uh, here's what we think about it. We'd like dissect the whole system. Remember that, Kevin? We yeah, to, like, like sur- it was very surgical. Yeah, it was quite surgical, <laughs> uh, like a kidney. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this this is we're not going to do that. But we'll say this is really nice, and uh, people yeah, that are hating job. on it are wrong. Yeah. Simply put. Haters going to hate. Yeah. And uh, sure. Patreon, I will continue automatically giving you $5 for throwing fits. Sure. Yeah. And if we ever decide to paywall our show, that's where we're going. I don't know if this brand has any will influence us in any way, but uh, I mean, we're doing it. It influenced you. It just did. Um, Kevin, Garth Brooks, uh, speaking of influencers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, has a new uh, strategy, has a new album coming out. Uh, I know you're a big uh, Garth Brooks fan, and you've been waiting for this album. It's actually a limited series six-disc box set featuring uh, his 14th studio album. Uh, and uh, he's got an interesting plan, which is to sell it at the Bass Pro Shop. Cool. <laughs> Go for you, Garth Brooks. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I <laughs> Bass Pro Shop has had quite a run yeah. over the past five years. So Kevin, um, explain to a geriatric millennial, why do kids resonate or why are people wearing Bass Pro Shop hats? Because I do not understand it. Explain your generation. You know how people... Defend your People want to look like generation. they go outside, right? And what's the <clears throat> easiest way to do that is to mm. rock up to a Bass Pro Shop and buy a $10 trucker hat 
that it goes pretty hard. It's an iconic hat. The <laughs> the logo's great. Like people just want to rock it. It's got a fish on it. Yeah, it's got a fish. And mm-hmm. It's got a bass actually. Um, <laughs> so I mean, I think it's just a lot of people wanting to look like they go outside and like they kind of. It's in similar line. Like you you buy a pair of baggy camo sh- pants there, and then you got a hat too. Got it. Like. I mean, Bass Pro Shop's a sick store. I, I so, love going into Bass so Pro Shop. So this is outdoorsman stolen valor. I mean, I wouldn't call it stolen valor. Like, I don't really believe in that. But like, so people that are going yeah, to brunch just, in Soho. Yeah, people just want to look like they've that look been like they're going yeah. fishing. Yeah. on a Saturday, are wearing this hat to say that they want to go outside. Or they, yeah, they want to they, like, like, they want to look like they're. They want to look like they go outside. And that's why they wear like the baggy camo pants. And, mm-hmm. You know, it's a similar. It's all in the same world. Okay. That's yeah. like a Patagonia, little bit adjacent. North Face. Well, like at least with Patagonia, it's like the barrier to entry there is a little higher. So, like you know, and their products are actually good. Is that gore you know, core? Yeah, is what you're saying. You're you're putting this. It's all a little gore. It's gore adjacent, I guess. Yeah. So outdoors. Stuff. Yeah, and it's kind of like kind of trashy mm, a little trashy too mm, so it's, mm, it's i don't know it feels a little dirty so mm, like you know mm. sometimes those things are sweet to wear for for Got a it. certain you know moment, for a certain young person. southern so yes. it's like southern american stolen dollar as well so say you're, you're <laughs> i guess a brooklynite going to brunch in williamsburg i mean they have, shop, but they have hat. like bass pro shops everywhere it's not like you know mm-hmm. it's not like they're just in the south uh, SNL was hosted by Nate Borgazzi this weekend, who is a comedian I had never heard of, but he crushed. He yeah. was really good. Are you familiar with him? Kind of. Yeah. yeah. He was he was really good. His 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 monologue. It's always good when a stand up does SNL because yeah. they give him like a handheld mic and then they just do basically do a 15 minute set. Yeah. And uh, he crushed. He was really, really good. Um, and I thought the episode was relatively uh, strong. And would they Foo do, Fighters would were they the, have a Bass Pro Shop. They skit? did. They did a skit about um, a lake beach, like mm-hmm. going down to the lake beach. It was like a comedy sort of song, Lonely Island style, uh, about just like another day at the lake beach, and it was definitely like a uh, Bass Pro Shop <laughs> feeling. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. So were they admonishing people to, for going to a lake beach? They were just saying no. There was a celebration of the lake beach and what happens there. Mm. And like a kid was, he was sneaking, sneaking a drink of alcohol, but it was a, a dip spit. You know, kind oh, of like nice hell yeah, 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 yeah. A lake with Classic. leaves at the bottom. You yeah, know, turns Some, into sludge. Yeah, exactly. Someone got uh, poison ivy from peeing in the woods at a lake beach. That song sounds fire. It, uh, to be honest, it was pretty good. It was pretty catchy, pretty funny. I mean, know? I like. I'm a big lake life guy. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you can catch me outside anytime. Kevin loves the outside. <laughs> I'm more. I'm more of an inside guy. But yeah. uh, Kevin, we're gonna move on here. Um, oh, we didn't talk about the. I mean, what did one last one last thought on the Garth Brooks situation. Mm, mm. Um, I think the Garth Brooks album release at Bass Pro Shop is for the real heads, the real mm. Bass Pro he- heads. They're not trying to. Garth Brooks is kind of cringe. I don't even think that like oh, this isn't. Like I don't think for that like cool no. I don't think kids? a lot of people who this are is... my age or you know younger are who Garth like heads? country music are Garth Brooks head. I think he's they're, they're into Morgan Wallen. You're saying I, no, I or Zach Bryan. He, I don't know who they're into, but they're not into Garth Brooks. Like, I don't know. I don't really. I think he was a big like post nine eleven country guy. Like he kind of rode that wave a little bit. He's old. Yeah, he's old, and his music is music is not very good. 
and this seems just like a little uh bit of a little bit of a hail mary with okay. a seven what's it seven disc set yeah it's too many kind of crazy albums. also yeah live out like live concert footage like come on i will say listen to zach bryan's album because zach bryan kept coming up and i kept hearing about zach bryan and it's pretty good so yeah. <clears throat> i'm not a huge country head at all but um Good, good songs are good songs. Yeah. That's just uh, what it comes down to. Yeah. Garth, Kevin, Garth you, Brooks does not have any good songs. Okay, yeah. D- didn't you go knowledge. to the uh, Bass Pro Shop? Like, the, there's like one that looks like a pyramid? No, I didn't go. You didn't go. I, I, it's, on my bu- it's on my list of <laughs> places list. to go. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let us know on one of your cross-country trips. Where is that place? Memphis. Memphis. Makes sense. Uh, Kevin, Popeye's, the uh, iconic chicken sandwich. I believe the winner of the chicken wars, chicken sandwich wars, right? I believe so. I think that's what some people are saying. Oh, my God. I was driving to D.C. It was like two weeks ago, and I hadn't eaten dinner, and I was like, fuck it. I'm fast food. I'm like, definitely doing it. Mm -hmm. So I'm driving, and I'm like, you know, like passing by the road stations. I'm like, I don't want this. I don't want that. I was like, what I really wanted was McDonald's, Mm -hmm. and McDonald's was not showing up. And so then I was like, there was Shake Shack, and I went to Shake Shack. There was like a line forever. Did you hit, did you hit the Shake Shack at the Bon Jovi Plaza? <laughs> no, uh, there was too long of a line. I just was like, fuck it. I'm, this is going to add another like hour to my trip. I was mm-hmm. like, Shake Shack's good. It's not that good. So I wound up going to the next one, and then I was like, fuck, I'm out of rest stops. I got to get dinner. I wound up eating Burger King. Mm-hmm. Burger King is absolute trash. Yeah. I, I honestly, I will just say it out loud. Like the Whopper is bad. The I had onion rings. I was like, man, maybe those onion rings that I remember as a kid, maybe those were good. They were disgusting. And uh, overall, bad time. So um, I had my one. Did you like, get a chicken sandwich there? No, I got, I got the Whopper. Oh, you got the I should have got a chicken sandwich. But like, I don't know. I didn't trust it. I didn't. I, I was, I don't know. I messed up. And uh, yeah, I only eat fast food maybe what, like four times a year, maybe less. And it's only in road trip or uh, airport situations. Those Was it only- a rest stop Burger King? It was a, it was like a rest stop. Yeah, yeah. Those are, those are tough. Those oof, are always oof, tough. Really bad. I mean, that Shake Shack off. Uh, mm-hmm. I've, I've, I've stopped at that Shake Shack. I know the one you're talking about. Yeah, that one's pretty fire. Yeah, it was, it was too long line, but they had Popeyes there too, yeah. and I was gonna, eat, I was definitely gonna get Popeyes, um, but they were closed. It was like, it was Damn. like eleven o'clock at night, and the Popeyes was closed, and so I, I definitely would have went for uh, a spicy chicken sandwich because I do remember when we did get the Popeyes sandwich. They were they were they Solid. were fucking good. Yeah, you get a good Popeye's chicken sandwich. That's, <clears throat> that's uh that's nice. Yeah, no. So and then every other uh fast food uh restaurant has their own chicken sandwich. It's forced every restaurant to kind of come out with their own version of the mm. like spicy chicken sandwich. Who could forget the the chicken sandwich wars? Uh I know. simpler times, I think, yeah. Kevin. I'm a veteran of the chicken sandwich wars. Yeah. What <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Um, so uh, my ass served. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks for your service, Kevin. Um, the uh, Popeyes iconic chicken sandwich is putting on its fancy pants. Does this article come from? Uh, comes from Food and Wine. Yeah, shout fancy. out to them. Um, very fancy because they have a collaboration with Truff. Truff is known for producing luxury condiments with mm-hmm. a truffle twist, and so. The spicy truff chicken sandwich brings together uh, Popeye's uh, famous fried chicken sandwich and the uh, black winter truffle to give it a little extra oomph. And the sandwich is only $5.99. And in in this partnership uh, has more than just that. It has a whole truff menu featuring some of other uh, Popeye's products with truff sauce. Wow. We have a quote here from the president of Popeye's. 
uh, himself. Popeye? Uh, <laughs> his name is Sammy Siddiqui. And he says, quote, both Popeyes and Truff have reimagined our industries. And now we are coming together to challenge the status quo on the concept of, quote, fancy food, but for every day. So that reminds me of Kareem and the Subway uh, <laughs> sort of Ralph Lauren partnership. Yeah. Um, uh, and yeah, they have some sort of contest. There's like a, you know, what's a fancy collaboration without a fancy contest? Yeah. You can now enter the So You Think You're Fancy TikTok contest. Hosted by content creator Wisdom K. I've never heard of that person. Truffle lovers can post a video on TikTok and tag hashtag Popeye's contest. Wow, really original, guys. Uh, to be entered to win a spot on Popeye Yachtronaut, sail, setting sail out of Miami in spring of 2024. What the fuck? I assume that's a Popeye's yacht? Wow. This this that's whole collaboration went so so far, far, I did not see a yacht coming. God forbid they just put the fucking mayonnaise on the chicken sandwich. <laughs> Gotta have a, some fucking social media contest to get on a yacht. Like, oh my god! They called it the Popeye Yachtstronaut. That's a I, 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 that's a real thing that I just read. Shout it's, out to the copywriter. <clears throat> yeah, shout out to to the copywriter. Holy shit! So, um, I have a hot take here. Go for it. Truff is awful. Yeah. The, so let me let me be very clear about this because <clears throat> I've been sitting on this one for a while. The brand is awesome. Like yes. the brand of Truff is really really well done. The packaging is incredible. The whole branding, the website, the luxury condiment yeah. space is really smart. It, like it has a truffle as a cap. Like everything about it is really well done. It was launched in the streetwear community with streetwear mm -hmm. partnerships, and they treat the brand like a streetwear sort of uh, clothing brand where they do collaborations. They did one with Hidden Valley Ranch. They did one with Super Nintendo. Now they're doing one with Popeyes. They have the handle at Sauce. Like, wow. Their brand is amazing. It's world class, and everything about Truff is so well executed and really well done. The only problem that I have with this is that the sauce tastes terrible. Like, yeah, I think it, it, you're either into truffle <laughs> oil or you're not into truffle oil. And yeah. if you're into truffle oil and truffle flavoring, I think you know, you're know you sure. a truff stan. Yeah. But if you're not, you know. Yeah, I not. think artificial truffle or truffle oil is one of the worst tasting flavors on the planet. And mm. so maybe that makes me one of those people that like, you know, cilantro tastes like soap. Like I think that truffle oil tastes... Like, yeah, really bad to me personally. Yeah, it's a shame. I remember I ordered it like the first day it came out. It was like one of those things where I'm just like, mm -hmm. you know, I'm a packaging head and I love hot sauce. So I was like, this is for me. And I ordered it immediately. I was super stoked about it. I think I posted on my Instagram. Like, I don't remember what year this was, but I, I, I was all in on it. Yeah. And then I remember putting it on things because they say, you know, you put it on everything. You like hot sauce, you know. And I just remember being like. I don't really like the way this tastes and it yeah. kind of just sat in my fridge for a while. And that's the, you know, a hot sauce that doesn't get used in my fridge. Yeah. That's uh that's how you know it's not good. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, sorry guys. Um, it's, you know, it's just not a, a, a product fit for me. Yeah. That's okay. I that's think fine. You're, you're allowed to not like things. That's um, fair, but I will give I, them respect for the branding. Yeah. And I also, I respect, um, you know, tip of the cap to them. Their sauce is, uh, the most one of the most expensive sauces on the market. Really? Um, simply because they put some concentrated truffle oil in it. Mm. And salute 
to the business <laughs> savviness of the developers and yeah. whoever came up with the concept because mm-hmm. um, they're probably printing money. Yeah, the cap is really cool. Like yeah. the truffle sort of uh, shaped cap. Yeah, everything about the brand is 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 perfect. It's yeah. just I don't like the taste and the product. Yeah, and one thing is like you can't really call yourself a fancy product if you're at Popeyes. I'm mm-hmm. sorry about it. Like I don't yeah. I don't know. I think I hot- know I know we're into the high low stuff, but like yeah, what? Yeah, it's. But what about the uh, yachtronaut, Kevin? It's for the people that you know take out yachts. Yachtronaut is and- in like an astronaut, but for a yacht. Mm-hmm. That's what that's the Popeyes uh, the boat that you can win a chance to on TikTok. I, I get it. I, I think this. I, I can understand the logic of like creatively being like truffle is luxury condiments, so therefore a spicy chicken sandwich with truff is a luxury chicken sandwich, and therefore. We're gonna like play up this like fancy thing and try to be high end luxury product. Good Creative. For them. I get it. Um, another uh, sort of collaboration I saw this week, which was uh, in the hot sauce space, was Bonza and Tabasco. So Bonza is the alternative pasta brand known mm-hmm. for making uh, pasta out of chickpeas. Have you ever had it? No. It's really good. Like I definitely recommend it if you love pasta, like I do, and. You know, pasta is always nice to have in the house because you could just make it quick. Yeah. And it's it's just, you know, obviously fantastic. And I think Bonza, when you eat it, it, it it's one of those alternative products where, like, you're not sacrificing that much. Mm-hmm. And if you put enough cheese and sauce on things, it's, uh, you know, again, it's just a vehicle for that. Yeah. So Bonza, the brand, has been uh, moving outside of pasta. I think they launched, like, maybe, like, five, six years ago. They're definitely in, like, first wave of, like, all these, like, new, mm-hmm. new old products, or at least in the second wave. And so they're now moving into other spaces. I think they launched a mac and cheese, if I remember correctly. And so this is pizza, which makes sense because there's been a lot of alternative pizza crust, like cauliflower crust pizza, frozen pizzas. There's been a lot of movement in the frozen pizza game because there were all these old brands and they all kind of tasted bad. And now there's all these sort of new players. Roberta's has a frozen pizza. Like There's definitely like new uh, entrants into the frozen pizza world that are trying to sort of reach more consumers and create better products. Yep. So it makes a lot of sense, I think, for Bonza to do what I assume is a chickpea pop pizza, high protein. And so I guess I don't know this. I don't, I've never seen that product before. This is my first time seeing Bonza pizza. And this is a collaboration with Tabasco, the hot sauce brand. Kevin's one of Kevin's favorite hot sauces. Yeah, I do love it. And so I would say, I would, I'd probably say, yeah, this is fine. <clears throat> not nothing really super interesting to see here. A bonza pizza with hot sauce. That's that's meh. But they have a pretty fun, interesting idea because it's called Hotter by the Bite. And I think this is kind of creative and interesting, which is essentially it's a pizza that gets progressively hotter as you take more bites of it. So I guess the hot sauce mm-hmm. is sort of positioned more towards the back of the pizza in the sauce maybe yeah and then as you get as you eat more the first bite maybe doesn't have as much uh, hot sauce on it and then as you get closer to the crust it gets progressively hotter genius i kind of like the idea i think it's yeah. creative and i think i've never seen that before i've never seen a pizza that changes it's made hot ones it. pizza it does have a hot ones ish feel yeah i mean people love it people i think love people hot love yeah. hot ones i think did I tell you this? My, one of my hot takes about hot ones, they need to switch it up somehow. 
I think it's just like the the concept has run its course. Like I get it. Like yeah, it it's it's still it still works. Like don't get me wrong. Like, but I just I feel like they need to switch something up. They just. Mm. The bomb, like we know, it's gonna you're gonna have these wings, and then this one sauce is gonna blow people's pa- you know pants off, and it's just like I don't know. I feel like good things, uh, good brands need to evolve, and it's hard because you don't want to mess with something that's obviously working. Mm. But I just think the show needs some sort of twist. I don't, I don't know. I think it's it's lost some of its uh, luster for me, but I'm 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 into this idea. I think I think it's fun. I think it's creative. Um, and I would be interested, interested to try it. Yeah, I mean, we should try it. Yeah. Hotter by the bite. I'm not really like, I guess I love hot sauce, but then sometimes I don't there. I don't want hot sauce on my pizza that much. I think frozen, I think frozen pizza is a different beast. (sighs) Frozen pizza sucks. So it's like, yeah, I'll do whatever it takes to make that taste better. Yeah. But sometimes though, frozen pizza can hit a spot. Yeah, for sure. DiGiorno. Do you fuck around with DiGiorno? I'm not a huge frozen pizza. Yeah. Person. I also find the packaging to be a little weak here. Like, I like the black box. It's kind of cool, but this, like, giant illustration of a pizza. Well, it shows you what's happening. I get that, but it just doesn't, I don't know. I, Bonza has really good packaging, and the brand itself is quite iconic. Uh, this this collaboration feels a little, I don't know. I'm just not, I'm not obsessed with the, the packaging. Uh, they do make chickpea pizzas. I'm looking at them right now. So, this is, and they're in their sort of iconic orange box. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, go uh, try one of those today. I have a hard time eating frozen pizza like you, Kevin, just because there's so many good pizza options in our, uh, you know, in our in our hood. Oh, for sure. Oh, I have to end the show on another on a, on a high note because that's kind of sad. That's fine. That's so, Kevin. This weekend, I was feeling a little sad, mm-hmm. and there was one thing that I knew was going to make me feel happy. And that was Grater's black raspberry chocolate chip wow. ice cream. And this is something that I had when I was in Cincinnati. Yep. Maybe like five years ago, I was at a restaurant and they had it on the menu. Damn. And it was like Cincinnati's favorite, like legendary ice cream. Yeah. And the people I was with, they were like, have you ever had this? And I was like, no. And they're like, you have to try it. And I was blown away. I was like, this is maybe the best ice cream I've ever had. And since that day, I've been t- chasing the high. Mm-hmm. I've been I've been ordering like black raspberry chocolate chip ice cream if it appears at a re- you know, at an ice cream shop, same. black cherry, you know, yeah. chocolate chip. Uh just trying to to relive that memory. And then I remembered you told me that they sell it at Wegmans yes, they do. and you can get it on Instacart. So I made that happen for myself. There we go. And uh, I will say, oh, hit incredible. Yeah, it always black is. raspberry chocolate chip. Honestly, the best ice cream I've ever had. I, I got two pints. I'm already almost done with the first one, <laughs> and uh, it's it's going to be a problem for me now that I know I can get that delivered. But it is an absolute treat. And if you've never had it, go to Wegman's, pick it up. It is unreal. <laughs> that's all I gotta yeah. say. That's or any it. other, uh, the other flavors are great too. So Jackie, they make good ass ice cream. Jackie got another flavor, and it was also really good. It was had like pretzels and peanut butter cups in it, and nice. it was it was re- it was really good. I think the cream of the ice cream is oh, also yeah. really really yeah. special. But the black raspberry is a 
is is honestly it is in a, is a league of its own. Yeah, they make a good product there. And the only thing I would compare it to is Häagen-Dazs, which I think is the goat of ice creams. Maybe, I don't really, know. Have you got Jenny's. Jenny's is fine. Yeah. It's, Jenny's is good. It's it's yeah. Jenny's is creative and interesting, but Häagen-Dazs chocolate chocolate chip is is my goat ice mm. cream. And I, honestly, I think this one, you know, and I'm not a big fruit ice cream guy, you know, but listen out there, there right now, if you're going to listen to one recommendation from the show, it's Cincinnati's own Grater's Black Raspberry Chocolate Chip Ice Cream. Fuck around and find out. See you guys next week. in the morning Not a soul in sight City's looking like a ghost town On a moonless summer night Raindrops on the windshield There's a storm moving in He's heading back from somewhere That he never should have been And the thunder rolls And the thunder rolls Every light is burning in a house across town She's pacing by on the telephone in her faded flannel gown Asking for a miracle, hoping she's not alright Praying it's the weather that has kept him out all night And the thunder rolls The thunder rolls, the thunder rolls, and the lightning strikes. Another love grows cold on a sleepless night. As the storm goes on out of control, deep in her heart, the thunder rolls.